Essay 1. Epistemological Soap. Naturalistic Methodologies and Evolution. Resisting the Transcendental Temptation. I remember hearing a very illuminating off-the-cuff remark from one of my history professors during my undergraduate days. He said of the four most influential thinkers in the last two centuries, three of them were Jewish and one of them was Christian. Sigmund Freud in psychology, Karl Marx in sociology, Albert Einstein in physics, all three of whom had a Jewish background. The only Christian in the bunch, at least in terms of his family background and upbringing, was Charles Darwin. But as my professor sarcastically mumbled, but the Christians don't want him. Of course, my professor's comment is a bit of an exaggeration, but it does underline the controversial work of Charles Darwin, especially as outlined in his most famous book, On the Origin of Species, 1859. However, I think even the most strident creationist will be hard-pressed not to find Darwin a very likable and agreeable personality. Indeed, given the radicalness of his thought, even if couched in understated terms, Darwin lived a relatively conservative life and was morally above reproach. My old mentor, the late Dr. Bennett Berger, professor of sociology at UCSD, often said that the key to understanding any thinker is to discover precisely what was bugging him or her, what he called their metaphysical pathos. In reading Darwin's short but exquisite autobiography, it isn't very difficult to discern what was troubling him. He wanted to understand how nature worked, without unnecessarily resorting to a religious explanation. This, I believe, is the key to understanding Darwin's agenda in grappling with the world at large. Can we understand the evolution of life without resorting to trans or metaphysical concepts that appear, at least on the surface, recalcitrant to empirical verification? Darwin's colleague, Alfred Russell Wallace, didn't think so, particularly when it came to the human mind. As Stephen Montgomery explains, begin quoted passage, Darwin and Wallace also disagreed on human evolution. For Darwin, all aspects of humans, including the emotions, conscious mind, and intelligence, could be explained by natural or sexual selection. By the late 1860s, Wallace had become a spiritualist, and perhaps linked to this, began to reject evolutionary explanations of human intelligence and abilities invoking the unseen universe of spirit. This, he claimed, had intervened in the normal run of natural selection three times, at the creation of life, the introduction of consciousness, and the generation of man's mental capacities. Later in his life, Wallace also believed in teleology, the idea that the development of the universe has had a direction, and that direction is towards the perfection of man. There are suggestions that Wallace also applied his teleology to evolution. Darwin was clearly a bit perplexed by his former ally's new views, and at one point wrote to Wallace pleading with him not to kill our baby. End quoted passage. I think it is important to distinguish methodological naturalism from a philosophically absolutist position, since trying to ground all things down to the empirical realm and testable realm is a practical process and doesn't necessarily mean that nothing else exists beyond what we can scientifically discern. Too often, the practicality of the scientific method gets conflated with ontology, and because of this, religionists and others resist the very real benefit of what hardcore reductionism has to offer. 
Simply put, wielding Occam's razor or Hume's maxim or Laplace's dictum doesn't then mean that only simple things exist, but rather that before building any future scaffolding, we make certain not to leave the ground floor wanting because of our hurried inspection. Thus, while I enjoyed Joe Corbett's latest essay, Trans-Darwinian Evolution, and can appreciate that one can indeed speculate about non-local influences and how such could play a role in morphology, I don't think we have fully exhausted all of the here-and-now physical influences that have shaped evolution's past, present, and future. 